Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. Hello, friends. Hi. Welcome back. Number seven. Holy shit. I know. Crazy. I feel like just FYI, we'll probably say that all the time. Yeah. Every time we come. We'll be like, number 133. Oh wow. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you'll, okay. I am so exhausted. Like, I, so exhausted. Who else has felt just completely flattened? This week, for a message, me she's like, "Is there something like weird going on with the energy tonight?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm watching a like a documentary about a murder." So, <laughs> and then also you're just like, "It is also the new moon. Should you not know that?" I'm like, "I know, but aside from the new moon, like this is just a lot." It's been a big week for you. Oh my god, it's been such an exhausting week. But you didn't cry at the gym. I didn't cry at the gym, so I'm actually really impressed with myself. But today is the day that I just feel hungover from the week that was. And so just before I came to Asti's, I went and bought myself a small cheeseburger meal from McDonald's. <laughs> and the that truth is-, is coming out. We're getting to know the real <laughs> Honestly. And if that doesn't signify just how tired I am, that like, honestly, you, you know, I am tired if that is what I go for. Actually, I did the same thing yesterday. Did you? This, are we like, are we? Can we just confess our sins? <laughs> What did you do? Tell me everything. Make me feel better about my life. Okay. I would I ate what I ate yesterday. Tell I me bought all. Coles do like double chocolate chip cookies mm, that I'm obsessed with. Sexy. But it's so annoying because now Stevie's vegan. I can't like bring them home and eat two and then be like, want some? So I like <laughs> Eat them all. Ate two three yesterday or two yesterday. And then one today and then I was like, get them out of the house and then like threw two away. So, yeah. Okay, can we actually just talk quickly about food? I don't know if you do this, <laughs> but... <laughs> we did not plan to be talking about food. This we... is so random. <laughs> we literally just said, what are we going to talk about today? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm so fucking tired. But, okay, I don't know if you guys do this. Please make me feel better about my life. But I call it the Van Gestalism. Like, it's a... You're, Isn't you're... that your last night? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, my whole family. I was like, is this a real thing? <laughs> yeah, well... We put it down to that it's genetics. So, especially around sweet things, like, that is my, like, kryptonite. Like, yeah. I have the biggest sweet Like, too. get tired or grumpy, and then you're like, I deserve sugar. <gasps> like, not even if I'm tired or grumpy, just, like... I'm you're celebrating. Make- Life's amazing. <laughs> sugar. I hate my life. Sugar. sugar. <laughs> Which is why I'm definitely doing lives. Um, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but anyway, I'll get into that later. Sweetness beyond sugar. Thank you very yeah. much. That's it. But... Whenever what my whole family have this kind of joke, I guess that it's like the Van Gestels just have no willpower when it comes to food, and it's true, but it kind of reinforces that belief. Yeah. But anyway, we're not yeah. going to get into that right now. It's, like, it's not me. It's, <laughs> it's like in my genetics. DNA. I can't help it. I know. Yeah. But let's not go there right now. <laughs> but what we would do is last year I got obsessed with making cheesecake. Like, yeah. obsessed. It was so fucking good, like a baked cheesecake. And so what I would do is, like, I'd take my slice and then I'd come back to it and I'm like, oh, just a little slither. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little bit and then it adds yeah. up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, 
a whole fucking cheesecake is demolished <laughs> and then Aaron will come home and be like, I really wanted a piece of cheesecake. <laughs> so I would have to package it up to give it to people so I knew I wouldn't eat yeah. all of it. I'm the same. Like, I can't be one of those people that has like chocolate <sighs> sitting in my house. No, it's gone. People like buy chocolate and they're like, I'll save it for like no. when I want it. I'm my, like, but I like mm-mm. always want it. Like I'll just eat it. Yeah, I don't understand you people that can just not rate everything and eat it all in like two settings. And if you are one of those people, I commend you because I want to be you. Stevie always has to like make me promise, like promise that you won't eat any chocolate while I'm gone. And then I'm like, okay. But this is why we're doing Liv's thing. We can plug Liv's course. Yeah. If you're addicted to sugar like us. Yeah. Do She's sweetness beyond. Teach beyonds. us how to not eat shit. Yes. I mean, like, not about like just banning sugar because it's okay to eat it every so often. But like, how she was saying, like, there's times where you do feel like sugar and it's a little treat and you enjoy it. But oftentimes, when it's like the trigger where you're feeling tired or stressed or whatever, yeah. you eat it as like um, an escapism, a distraction, yeah, like a band-aid as a, kind yeah, of thing. totally. Yeah. And then you feel guilty and hate yourself afterwards. So that's yeah. the time that you don't want to be eating. Totally. But I tell you what's really interesting. Oh, here we go. Here's the topic for today. So <laughs> I feel like we're both on like on cloud. Like I'm on the first day of my period. I'm like, all I want to do is eat a bowl of knocky and get into bed. <laughs> and all I want to do is sleep for a week or be in an infrared sauna for a week. So I want to go to Mexico or Bali or something. But anyway, talking about deserving something, talking about deserving food, yeah. right? I remember when I fully started to step into like really loving my body and be like, oh my God, I am a fucking goddess. I started telling myself the narrative that it's fine, Brittany, you can have this because you deserve it. Yeah. It became this whole thing that it was just like owning the fact that I get to treat myself to like foods that I shouldn't be having not in moderation. Mm. And it became like this, like, no, fuck you. I can have this, yeah. you know? So I, I know. Like live a life of pleasure. Yeah. Do feels good. Yeah. yeah. Indulgence yeah. constantly yeah. because you deserve and it. And it's short of birth. eating. It's like, yeah. if you're just following what feels good. Then it's sugar. You're going to want to eat <laughs> yeah. sugar. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so last year, especially as I really came further into this whole, I don't even know what you want to call it, but I put on. I think I put on like eight kilos or something last year mm. just because of the fact that I told myself I was worthy of indulging because my whole life I had felt guilty about it. Yeah. Which is fine. Like I'm not like yeah. the journey is there and I can recognize that now, but I'm having to kind of unlearn. So you almost did the work to like remove the guilt, yeah. but you hadn't done the work to say like your story was like, I love myself, therefore I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. Totally. Not I love myself, therefore I'm going to nourish my body exactly. and eat food that yes. that serves me. And it was yeah. still that rebel inside where yeah. it was just like, no, fuck you. You can't tell me what to eat. Yeah. Like I'm going to just fucking go to town. Like yeah. not that I was like binging or anything like that. It was just like, I got to have what I wanted, whatever the fuck it was. And now here we are a year Ooh. later and I'm like, Brittany, it's time to get your shit into gear and actually nourish your body besides the cheeseburger that I just had earlier. So where are <laughs> you at now in the journey? I It's definitely more balanced. Like what I'm working out at least like four days a week now. Yeah. 
either with you or not with you. And then with my eating, I'm finding that my appetite has very much settled down, mm. except for when I'm tired. So, and I completely acknowledge that. But you I mean, pretty well though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of it as well is I'm wanting to eat better for my hormones because mm. I have endometriosis yeah. and I'm trying to balance it all out. And since starting that, like I need to, I really need to get rid of sugar. Mm. That is the only thing that I need to get rid of. That I want to. It is. It is a drug. So I'm done with sugar. So guys, you know how Asti quit stripping? I'm quitting sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Look, actually don't. No, (laughs) I want to, but. That's a big one. I mean, like cutting down. Cutting down. I am just going to do a few days a week of sugar. (laughs) (laughs) On your cheat day. <laughs> My cheat day. But I don't really agree with cheat days. No. If I had like if I had a cheat day, I would be disgusting on that day. Totally. But you do see people doing that. They're like, hashtag cheat day. Yeah. Hashtag. 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 <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is that a high dad? Constantly ripped. Ripped dad, but not oh my god. Hi dad. Oh wait, what was it? Hashtag. <laughs> Where's this episode going? I don't know. What were we even talking about just then? Hashtag cheat day. And then there's like five pizzas and like boxes of chocolate and shit. Yeah. It's like you're eating more on your cheat day than what you would eat. In the entire week. Pretty much. So you just like complet
That's one thing I'm going to get better at in my new house. New house, new beginning. I got a new house! Yes! A new house! Oh, turn oh, on! Turn oh, on! Okay, turn on is. I am moving to Coogee. Where in Coogee? And I'm going to be living on Brent Street. <laughs> yes! So this is such a turn on because I was applying for another place which I kind of already semi got but didn't agree to because. I was trying to bargain down the price a little bit more. Waited a week, went and saw this other place. It's only $500 a week. Two massive rooms, massive living room. 30 seconds from the beach. 30 seconds from your house. Literally. 30 seconds to a muggy. Like one minute to the gym. 30 seconds to the gym, yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't wait. This summer is literally going to be the best. Oh, I cannot wait. I actually, I was cleaning out the spare room, like getting ready to move. And I turned like a page in a book. It said, I'm manifesting living in a house close to the beach. Oh. I know. That is like the epitome of manifesting. Well done, yeah. you. Life is good. It's exciting, but yeah. it's also, is it scary for you? I mean, not now. There's been little like humps because mm. the day that I signed my lease mm-hmm. was the day that all my tax came through. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I've quit stripping. I'm paying rent on my own. So my rent's nearly doubled or mm, no, not doubled, but it's definitely gone up quite a lot. Um, not stripping so I don't have that to fall back on mm. and then all my tax came in and I was like ah! <laughs> and then I made like six months rent the next day yeah. so I was like ah, the universe always catches you oh completely yeah. as opposed to my when I went into my bank account this week on Wednesday I think it was <laughs> when we got coffee after the gym I was looking at my bank account and I was like oh my god I think I've been like hit by a fr- like a scammer <laughs> Turns out it was very much me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, where did all of that go? But it's fine. It was bills and stuff. It was bills. Yeah. There was, I, I don't think there was anything else but bills. But this time of year is always so expensive for me. Like all mm. of my major like website domain, like mm. all of that comes out and it's like thousands of dollars. Yeah. Same. My house in New Zealand, I have to pay all of the insurance. And then I brought my car this time. Three years ago. So I've nearly paid it off next month. Yes. Um, but all of like the car, rego and stuff like that. It's like everything does just come at once. It really yeah. does. It really does. So now it's over and it's time to get abundant again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, but that's the thing, right? Everything about life and stepping into abundance and stepping into our purpose, it is such a fucking roller coaster. Mm. You cannot hit, like if your dream is to hit six figures in your business, you still have those moments where it's just like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. And I had one of those moments this week. Yeah. I honestly... <laughs> Let's talk okay, about oh it. Oh my God. Okay. So <sighs> Wednesday night, I basically spiraled into the deepest depths of imposter syndrome mm. where I just was like, fuck, maybe I'm not even psychic. Maybe I am just such a fucking fake. Maybe... I'm not even supposed to do this. I'm not kidding, guys. Like, Wednesday night, that new moon, Uranus retrograde, which is all about huge, like, letting go of huge fucking egos, huge limiting beliefs, and um, critical mind thinking, all of that. So all of yours came to the surface. All of it came up to yeah. the surface because it's all about us, again, stepping further into our deepest expression, full expression, all of that. So we have to sit with the shadows to be able to really step further in. Mm. Oh shit, it floored me. I was like, oh my God, 
I'm going to have to quit my business. What am I going to do? I'm going to have to get a job somewhere. Like, <laughs> I know I haven't worked for someone in over six years. And I was thinking on Wednesday night, I have to get a job. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. What? It's like, I always thought like, oh, you get to a place where you're making six figures and everything would just be like. Breezy. <sighs> yeah. And it's so not like that. No. Yeah. Like, I, I think like. To live a life turned on and on purpose is about really prioritizing pleasure and play and enjoying every aspect of what it is that we do. But that does not override the fact that there are some shit fucking times. Mm. And I think that sometimes people just think it's like... It's learning how to maneuver those shit yeah, times and in pivot. a more pleasurable way. Like, yeah. guys, I was able to come out of my spiral in 24 hours. Mm. Well, not even 24 hours. It was like... Instead of like cancelling everything and going and getting another job. Yeah. And hiding away. Coach yourself through it. Completely. As opposed to if that came up a couple of years ago, not that I was psychic or doing those things, but if something came up like that, I would have been like, oh, okay. Fuck me. (laughs) Let's just take a couple of like weeks, months, and I would have gone back into like a depression spiral where I wouldn't leave my bed, like that kind of stuff. But the fact that I've worked so deeply on myself to be able to really come out of that within 24 hours is amazing. But that's what like working for yourself. It does get easier. Because I remember at the start of my business when I felt like things failed, it was like, this is never going to work. Like you get super panicky. Like nobody loves me. I'm not good enough. All of that stuff. Can someone just validate me? And now I mean like, little things happen like my boundaries thing I thought it would have been way more full because mm. it's like a course that I'm like this is fucking powerful totally people need this shit yeah but it's not as full as what I thought yet anyway still some trickling in but now I'm not like oh my god I'm a failure like people don't want to work with me it's just like it is what it is like totally. it's there people can do it if they want to totally not, it's not going to change like the amount of money or impact that I make over like the next year because mm. that one little thing is like a little blip in like mm. the like, the grand scheme the grand scheme of what i'm totally. doing yeah and if you constantly come back to well first of all why are you even doing this it is to create impact first mm. money second of course yeah. money is always the byproduct of what it is that we're able to give in terms of transformation mm. and i feel like a lot of people get really <laughs> lost in that that we really prioritize money first. Mm. It's like, what See, can I it's do? It's not even the money. Because no. I'm like, I know at the end of the year I'm going to make yeah, totally. enough money. So it's totally. not like, oh my God, I need the money. No. Like, if what I tell myself and what I know is that if the money doesn't come through that offer, it's just going to come through Another the way. next thing. Or like, exactly. I'll sign a one-on-one. Or, totally. Yeah. I. It's really beautiful to always have like goals and aspirations to hit, right? In terms of in business, like how much money you do want to bring in. But... That doesn't mean you need to be like, okay, I'm going to do it by selling this many things. And you never know the how. You never yeah. know the how. You just got to fucking trust yeah. completely. Do all the things, how the money shows up. Yeah. Who knows, but just trust that it will. Completely. Yeah. So soul first, impact comes from soul, and then the money fucking just comes just right trust. on end. Like, honestly, though, because... Yeah. I know I said this. I can't remember if I said well, it on the me podcast. last year I wasn't doing my like I wasn't like calculating my income at all. It got to like a week before the end of the tax year. My accountant was like, "Do some rough figures," and I was like, "Let me just go and like figure it out." And I was like, "Holy shit, I made six figures!" <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! And I was like, "Oh, okay. Now I'm gonna be like a little bit better at this. I'm gonna go through like maybe every quarter, so I have an idea." But I was just so like, 
I'm going to make 100 grand. It was on my vision board. I actually made a new vision board and forgot about that. And then just like made a hundred grand, but obviously didn't know the how or the mm-hmm. what because mm-hmm. I wasn't even I wasn't attached to that at all because it happened and I didn't even know. <laughs> well, I remember when I was doing like because I never really noticed how much money I was making until this year, and having my own financial tracker to just see, fuck, it's empowering mm. because it's like like the same goes where your attention goes, energy flows. Yeah. So the more energy that you do give to be like, I'm wanting to bring this in, yeah. the more it fucking does. Yeah. You don't again, you don't need to know the how, you don't need to know yeah. any of that. But it comes in according to you showing up for that yeah. too. I think it's important to be aware of what's coming in as well, because yeah. then you can really celebrate it. Yeah. I mean every sale and every client that I would sign I would celebrate. But yeah. I learned this especially with stripping. It got to the point where I would like come home from work and I wouldn't even count my money. I'm just like throw my bag on the floor of that sleep, whatever. There's like over a thousand dollars in there that I'm throwing on the floor. Like. <laughs> uh. And then like what I used to do when I first started stripping is me and my friend would come home with like count our money together and like tell each other how much we made and like celebrate it. Uh, and like that. put the money out. Like it's like, thank you. You're actually looking at it. And totally. Thank you. And I was like, I need to change this because the way that I'm treating money was so disrespectful. So I changed that and I started coming home, counting out my money, putting crystals, saging it and writing like a thank you note and it would stay there all night. So we would get up in the morning, it would be there and it would be like another yeah, like, that's what I made. Oh, I love And then that. I started making more. So I'm like, shit, I need to bring this more into my coaching, which is obviously a little bit different because there's no like physical Tent. cash yeah, to lay yeah, out. Yeah. But by doing like the monthly or quarterly spreadsheets and calculating and looking at that number and celebrating totally. it and acknowledging it yeah. and getting excited is going to open you up to receive more and like also finding people that want to celebrate that with you because yes. like this week i um voice memoed asked you yeah. like i made this much money yeah. and it was all like celebrate and she goes i'm celebrating <laughs> but yes and then i'm like Whoa! And then more money comes to me because yeah. I'm, like, open to it. Again, yeah. it, that comes back to, like, our first ever fucking, like, episode or yeah. something. Celebration yeah. is so key. And finding the people that want to celebrate your wins with you to be able to create more of that. Yeah. Everyone gets to absorb all of that energy. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> I, I was, like, I saw this, this little meme on Instagram the other day. I can't remember it word by word, but it was something about, like, being really successful but not having to, like go go out of your way and like post it all over Instagram just being like quietly like and I was like that sounds kind of cool and then I was like but then you're not celebrating and sharing yeah. it with the world you're not like showing other people what's possible I, ex- I was yeah. just about to say the same yeah. thing it's like but why not and why keep show- it to yourself like, yeah oh my god I did this amazing thing but I'm just gonna hold on I'm just to gonna it. hold on to that no one needs to know <laughs> it also creates a bit of shame like it creates guilt that it's just like you can't even yeah. express it and why should you not celebrate your success completely yeah. I'm all about celebration and that's what we're going to do this afternoon Star- with margaritas so we're going from um, McDonald's Brittany to margaritas this I already afternoon. had two margaritas yesterday I was like waiting for Friday like yes margaritas and then I couldn't wait so it's alright we're here now but I love margies so I could do two nights in a row <laughs> who doesn't love margies actually so my birthday back in April and you dropped over that little like Oh, yeah. My little margarita mixer. And we had um, drinks over Zoom with my friends. I I probably should have been in charge of making my own margaritas because I was smashed. 
I was so fucked up. You can't fuck up margaritas though. No, but I was just like, I just put way too much alcohol in it. Margaritas are so strong anyway. So strong and mate. But you don't know. You can't tell. No, it's just like, you're just like sipping it. juice. (laughs) Amazing. This is so good for my gut bacteria and microbiome. (laughs) Oh my God. Fermentation of potato. Not quite. But I, I remember just taking that first sip of the one that I made. I was like, oh, this is going to be lethal. Because I fucked it up. I put way too much and not enough wine. But anyway, so margaritas, Margarita Fridays to celebrate life. Yes, in my new hood. Yes. Oh, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. So what other turn-ons do you have for this week? I was actually going to share, okay, it's more turn-ons. My lips. Oh, yeah. My like lips tattoo. look so good. <laughs> and they're healed and they look amazing. I'm obsessed. You're it. like doing your sets in the gym and I'm just looking in the mirror like... <laughs> And while she's actually doing her sets, all I've been doing is looking at her lips. So I was like, they just look so fucking good. It's the best thing ever. Um, I wasn't going to share any more turn-ons. I wanted to share what my my mum's reaction to me and Stevie breaking up. Oh, so turn fucking off. Let's go. Let's hear it. So, because the last episode I hadn't told my parents yet. <laughs> it had been like nearly a month and I still hadn't, hadn't said anything. Um, so I told my mum and she'd already heard, I think one of my sisters must have told her. And the first thing she said was, oh my gosh, I really hope you guys get back together. Otherwise, you've wasted so much time. That fucking floors me. I was like, what, mum? What do you mean? Like, we've had, like, the best time together. We're broken up and we, like, we went out for dinner and drinks last night and it was fun. Mm. So that's, we're still not wasting time. Like, why was our relationship a waste of time? She's like, you know what I mean. And then she carried on to go, Oh, well, he is such a nice guy. Like, he is really nice. He could end up with, like, an alcoholic or a liar or someone that abuses you. Mm. Okay, so that's my option. I should just say and be like, He doesn't beat me. I should (laughs) stay forever. (laughs) He's not an alcoholic. Oh my God. Yay. You're made for me. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So crazy. Like, it's just so crazy that that is how people view life. Yeah, because not it's like, like I think settling. I posted about it. It's not like, oh, things could be better. It's, Our yeah. relationship has been pretty good. Like, yeah. we actually have quite a beautiful relationship still. And I'm like, yeah, but things could be better. But most people look at things like, things could be worse. Yeah. But it's it always like... You. It could be worse. You should just stay. The grass is always up. greener. Yeah. Like, that is just always that's why people get stuck in jobs yeah that's why people get stuck in relationships for years that's why people get stuck in their own house because it's constantly well what happens if you go to the next thing and it just doesn't work out yeah or just be grateful for what you have yeah yeah it's like but i'm allowed to want more i can't believe she said that bless her thanks mum. yeah for your support (laughs) (laughs) shout out to my mom love ya (laughs) But I actually really do believe that that is very much that generation. Oh, totally. Completely. Whereas we're so much more freer and wanting to do the things and live completely according to more as opposed to be restricted to settling. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And just being like happy for what you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very true because you do need to be happy for what you got to create more. Mm. But not just be happy with what you got and settle. Mm. It's very different energy. Mm. It's like you're forcing yourself. It's been really interesting, actually, because like I feel quite positive about everything that's happening. But watching how people react, mm. like, oh my god, babe, I'm so sorry. Mm. Like 
it's just like put a whole new perspective on like how we respond to breakups. Yeah. And my like I was talking about this to one of my friends and she's like, yeah, it is really interesting because imagine if you were in an abusive relationship and you finally freed yourself from it. Imagine mm-hmm. if everyone was meeting you going, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Wow. Like why do we never celebrate breakups? Yeah. Because it's a rebirth. It yeah. is literally an up level of your life. No it matter is what it is. Every looks- time, even if it is like horrendous horrendous yeah, and completely. the worst thing ever every single time i believe it's an it's an upgrade it's a rising of the phoenix but it's just yeah it's just been so interesting even like instagram messages and the way that people are responding like it's the worst thing in the world that's ever happened yeah wow yeah but it's like you haven't even held that energy that it's been terrible yeah but that's people's own insecurities projecting action like of what a perspective is yeah. yeah 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 it's so random. that's really which i've never thought about before because i've never through this no i don't even like i'm like trying to think about i'm like yeah wow because even like when people get divorced and and stuff like that oh my god because somehow some people get divorced and they're like oh my god they have divorce parties yeah yeah we're always just so like oh Oh. it's the worst thing ever sorry have you watched um dirty john the betty Brodovic or whatever it is. We've actually just started watching this. Oh my we god! Started it like a few nights ago. It is insane. Yeah, I'm like at least this isn't our breakup. Like, yeah, so much worse. But fuck me, it triggered me back to like my own parents' divorce because mm. that that was quite toxic actually. Mm. But it was really interesting how something like that can when someone isn't ready to let go, mm. and then the m- mental manipulation around it, like if you haven't watched it watch it because it's very much like not the norm it is a one in a million yeah but fuck oh it's crazy we've only watched like a few maybe three episodes <gasps> so i'm not too far in okay as well. well it it's just poor <laughs> i don't even have the words for it but are your are your parents divorced no no they're still together see i wonder what that would be like i'm so glad my parents got divorced mm. because i wouldn't be yeah because, well, maybe I would, but if my mum and dad stayed together, I would still be in this, the town that I grew up until a lot, like, I don't know when, but because we moved to the beaches, the northern beaches when I was eight with my mum and then um, their toxic relationship and then my dad remarrying. What are you looking at? Is it even recording? Are you kidding? <laughs> Yeah, it was recording. And now it's stopped. And now it's stopped. Our YouTube video just cut out. <laughs> we don't know how much we've lost, but there's going to be like a half thing. <laughs> what a day. Hang on, it's all right. <laughs> Let's just press thingamabob. Okay. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, my stool. Oh. That's oh, really well, we've sad. got the podcast. We're still going. <laughs> this whole day, we're like... What Not are we talking now. about? What's going on? Not now. This that just actually sums that up, up our day. That is it. Should we just call it quits and go drink a margarita? <laughs> yeah, let's not get into actually, toxic should we, divorce. Should we talk about the engagement that I didn't know about? <gasps> yeah, can we? <laughs> so Asi was engaged. Uh, yeah, I got engaged as you guys. <laughs> oh bless. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this whole year. So I was, I've been like at the beginning of the year, or the end of last year. I was like manifesting because I like we've already said in the podcast. I don't want to get married. That's never been like a goal or a dream of mine. But I do like the idea of someone 
declaring their love for you and saying you are the one that I want to be with and like the ring and all of that like just the engagement side of things so I kind of hinted at that with Stevie so (laughs) he was aware Mm -hmm. and we were kind of on the same page and then for my birthday he no it might have been like a few months before my birthday I was like if you want to ever want to buy me a birthday present I would like or a present in general I would really love some jewelry from you because I've kind of learned like not to just like wait around like if you Mm -hmm. want something Ask. Ask. Mm. So it's like, it would be really amazing to have some jewelry from you. And the way he received it was really nice. It was just like, okay. Yes. <laughs> then a few months later, my birthday, he kind of made like a big deal about it, but he's like, I'm going to take you shopping for your birthday. I'm going to buy you like a nice ring. And it was a really nice day. We like looked at all the shops together, looked at all the rings together, and then chose one together and went and had champagne and like celebrated my birthday. So I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. He's bought me a ring for my birthday. Like, amazing. Like, so happy. But for, like, somehow last night we got talking about it. Actually, before I go into this, I lost the fucking ring. <laughs> so it's like a manifestation. After I got the ring, I was like flipping through pages and it's like, I'm so happy and grateful Stevie bought me a diamond ring. Oh. And I fucking lost it. And Stevie's like, maybe you lost it for a reason because now we've broken up. <laughs> my God. Okay. <laughs> oh. This just okay. Here comes the onion. Okay, but we were like, we went out for dinner and drinks last night, and we've kind of been debriefing about every little area of our relationship, which mm-hmm. has been really nice. But for some reason, the ring came up, and I don't even know how we like touched on it. But he somehow like mentioned that in him like giving me the ring, it was like a token of his love and like our relationship going to the next level. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was what I wanted. So, I was like, what? Like, I was like, so, he's like, yeah, it kind of made sense. Like, our relationship was heading that way. It just felt like the next step, like, to be more committed. And I was like, we were fucking engaged. And I was like, I got engaged and I missed my own fucking engagement. How did I not even know? And his face is just, like, blank. He's like, what do you expect? I got you a diamond ring. I was like, yeah, but you didn't get on one knee. Like, you didn't tell me that you wanted to be with me. I was like, I just thought it was a really nice present he's like nobody buys people diamond rings i was like my dad bought me a ring he's like but it was a white diamond ring i was like i got fucking engaged this year and i didn't even know and i've lost my engagement ring what is life see it's just like you actually had a fiance and you had the ring and then i was like you were my fiance i didn't even know you're my ex-fiance and then it was weird because as soon as i said that his face like went blank and he's like fuck this happened to my dream a few nights ago. Like, me saying that exact thing. Wow. But, like, how does that happen? Like, I feel like we have really good communication in our relationship. But I'm like, okay. how the fuck does that happen? And I'm like, ooh, I'm a relationship coach. Get my partner. <laughs> <laughs> Look to me for relationship advice. <laughs> I got engaged and I didn't even know. <laughs> saying to him I'm like is it me like am I just like not open to like receiving the fact that you want to be with me or are you just really shit at communicating oh I always I, guys can be really shit at communicating those kind of like but then I said to him I was like there was no like grand gesture, gesture yeah. and he's like but, but then I feel like he uses things that I say like, <laughs> like, but actions speak louder than words I'm like oh. I know but when you like semi-proposed to somebody whatever you want to call it yeah. my my 
idea of engagement, you have to like get on and say it. you have to speak it out loud. <laughs> speak it. Speak it into existence. <laughs> oh my god. And now it's like, oh that's why he was so upset that I lost the ring. That makes so much sense. But don't you love it when um the it's guys so weird. like uh, What the fuck? Bless what you. Were you say? Uh, no, just that how guys will kind of take what we say and use it against yeah. us. So Aaron has said to me before, cause like I, like I've said this on the podcast, I'm pretty sure that I want to get married because to me, <laughs> it's not about, um, to me, it wasn't about like the religious thing or anything like that. It's just an ultimate celebration of your love. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> I'm just, I, the one thing I want in life is to actually be proposed to that. Someone is just like, I love you this much. Mm-hmm. And Aaron goes to me, well, you know, you can propose to me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You can propose yeah. to me. Yeah. It's like, it's a woman's world now. Like, you're so empowered. Like, you teach all your women to be empowered. I'm like, okay, but me being empowered is asserting my um, boundary. And my boundary is you propose to me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get it fucking I feel twisted. Like I do it all the time now. Like, you're empowered. Yeah. It's like, you're like, you want to remain financially independent. Like you're an independent woman. So I always like imagine like us having a baby and me like fully looking after me and this baby. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, you can't remain like separate from us. I'm not that independent. <laughs> but that's the thing. And independence can be so toxic. Because you can't be independent. You can't. You have to have And I think there is a piece team. of me that like, I know there's probably a part of me that mm-hmm. needs to work on that as well. Because mm-hmm. For so long, I was like, I'm an independent woman. I can do everything on my own. Like, really, like, was proud of myself, like, not needing anybody. But now I'm like, oh, you actually, if you do want to come together in a unit and, like, have a family, you can't remain independent. Completely. So I know there's probably parts of me that's afraid of, like, fully... Needing to lean on someone. Not committing, but fully, yeah, losing that sense of independence. Mm. And then Stevie has blocks around, like, fully, like... (laughs) making myself feel like I'm like I don't know <laughs> like what like what was I gonna say she's, I'm like well I can, she's, got no camera and I'm speaking in like body language she's like bear hugging herself or trying like, you know to. how you want a man to make you feel like you're wanted like ownership yeah, oh, like, yeah, he has, yeah, like he yeah. gives no sense of like ownership <laughs> my arms around the air there's no like you're mine yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't have that like sense of like safety and security mm. But then it's also me, like, probably fighting that sense of safety and security because mm. I am also have for a long time been my own man. Well, that's the thing about igniting our own inner masculine and inner feminine. Yeah. It's about being that for ourselves. But then to be able to, like, fully give that in a relationship. Mm. But th- we're both the feminine. So me and Stevie just yeah. kind of, like, float around. Yeah. Clouds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of what I, I try to we got engaged in <laughs> if that isn't the most like the epitome of both being in your feminine I don't know what fucking is hence why guys you can't oh just constantly God. be in your feminine you need polarity yeah <laughs> like Nothing it is so important yeah because that's actually one thing that I have noticed and I've spoken to you about this before how there is such a drive for people to heal their inner divine feminine mm. cool be this sensual goddess, be all these things, activate yourself in all of it. But bitch, if you aren't actually really giving yourself permission to own your inner masculine, 
again, there's no polarity within you. No. It just becomes stuck. Like nothing happens. Nothing happens. The feminine's all about being, so you're just like... Yeah. There's no action. uh, No action. So many of my clients have come through and then I'm like, okay, we need to really activate your divine masculine. Mm. And there's processes I take them through. And it's fucking life-changing. But because the modern-day self-development world is all about being your feminine, manifest, blah, 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 be your goddess... No one is talking about this shit. Yeah. And it is so important. Yeah. yeah. Baffles me. Yeah. It's, yeah. Polarity is needed. You don't see anyone working on their masculine, really. No. <laughs> and it's so needed. Yeah. But then how do you, like, how do you show your inner masculine? I feel like I'm very, like, I'm much, like, my inner masculine comes out more when I'm single. Because mm. I don't have anyone to like lean on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I feel like when I'm single, like I do a lot. Yeah. Like I like saved heaps of money, bought a house, mm. like did all that stuff for mm. myself. And then when I've been in a relationship, I've been more like, ah, like waiting for them to kind of mm. take control a little bit more. That's actually what. <laughs> that's what I fight with Aaron. Well, not fight with, just like. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want you to take control. He's like, I want you to make the decision. This is the, uh, what came up with us. Because Jimmy's like, he like he isn't a very... Ma- he yeah. is sometimes, though. Like, I've seen it, him now that he wants to buy a house. He's yeah. on the phone to the bank five times a day. Like, where is he? Let me speak to him. You know when guys... That's when, sexy. When that, he's like, and he tells people off. I'm like, oh, this is so hot. <laughs> um, makeup sex? And like, with work, he's very like, yeah. get shit done. Like, he'll call out the people, make appointments, like, all the doing, which I love. And I saw it a little bit in our relationship where I said I need him to make decisions. Like, even if it's just like, come on, we're going to the beach. Or like, you're making a reservation for dinner. But it's, I, I don't know. I feel like together we both kind of both become more feminine and separately we've become more masculine. Interesting. Because I think we both want to be the feminine partner. Because yeah. like him now, he's like doing way more in the last two weeks. <laughs> than he did in he's the like last buying two a car, years. buying a house. And like, now you're my dream person you're my dream fiance <laughs> hey but we come together and we're just like it is nice because we're very much like in the moment mm. and all of that but like not much action that's so super interesting but it's weird because you like i mean like with all of this work you kind of get taught that if one person is more feminine it would inspire the other person to be more masculine it's not always the case yeah but i feel like we just get both inspired to be feminine yeah yeah I always try to activate, like, I lean back and so does Aaron. Yeah. (laughs) Constantly. And, but it, as long as you're activating that in your own sense of self within like your own shit, as Mm -hmm. opposed to the relationship stuff, like Mm -hmm. work, your routine, exercise, all that. I think it's really important because like, to exercise having the polarity of going for a walk and then lifting 180 kilos like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's so beautiful yeah and that's what's needed in life in general but relationships it's kind of hard yeah. to always inspire them to totally just take control if that's yeah. also not who they truly yeah. are at their yeah. core I, I like i don't know i think it's because we're both quite masculine in our business yeah i mean obviously not the stuff that i'm teaching but like running Having a business to, yeah. is very masculine yeah. and he runs Completely. his own business yeah so at work we're both like yeah masculine shit done. and then we come together and it's like feminine <laughs> oh my god that's exactly it yeah. oh my god a light bulb just went off in my head mm. that's fucking it because mm. 
all day I'm holding space and I'm, I'm constantly on a schedule for clients or whatever. And so when I'm done, all I want to do is sit back and just be taken care of yeah. and just like yeah. sweep me away. Yeah. But then Aaron's doing that too. This is what we were doing. Oh so my would always God. Say like, he's like, people want so much from me. Like all of my clients, like yeah. this guy at oh work, this God. guy at work. And now you, not that I was like <laughs> nagging and needy, but. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, the way I see it is I just need a dog because then <laughs> I met the cutest fucking sausage dog this morning Let's called Rupert. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the thing. I love and crave attention and touch and just unconditional love. Like touch is my biggest love language. Yeah. And it's, it's really unfair when we just expect our love languages to be met by our partner yeah. constantly, especially yeah. if it's not theirs. Yeah. So I said to Aaron, I was like, we can just get a dog. Because then I won't have to come to you for all of that extra love. Yeah. I'll turn to the dog and I'll see you in bed. Like <laughs> Stevie would have hated that. Even talking about a baby. He's like, I don't want to have a baby yet because I don't want to lose the attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. But that relationship is so confusing. So confusing. Oh my God. But also our biggest teachers. Totally. So everyone just get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Send me photos. <laughs> oh, I really want a dog. That's another thing that I've been thinking about. But I'm single now and I want to be able to travel the world and do that bougie stuff and a totally. dog's going to hold me back. Well, I, I was saying to Asti, I'm like, well, I can look after your dog. And she goes, but you're coming with me. And I'm like, yeah. Like, Brittany, I'm going to go travel the world and like do all this like bougie stuff and you can just stay here in the car and make dog. Yeah. Like, no, I want to do that as well. You're coming. Yeah, bitch. We're going to be doing retreats together. Oh my God, yeah. Guys, <laughs> watch this space. As soon as all the borders open up, we're going to have the most yummiest retreat. Bougie business mm-hmm. retreat. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm all about it. So, is there anything else that's turning you off <laughs> or anything, anything? I don't think so. Yeah, no, me either. My turn off is just that I'm fucking exhausted. And I'm ready to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> After a few margaritas and sleep, oh, and kind of a mini turn on. Do we talk about what's going on out there? There's oh, a crime yeah. scene at my house. <laughs> I shouldn't be turned on because I don't know someone might have died. But I watch a lot of like crime, true, crime true crime shows. And I'm like I'm in it. So Leia feels like a knock at the door, and I was like, oh my god, it's Brittany! And like skip to the door and opened it as a detective. Was, like, it, wanting... was he sexy? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's so disappointing. I'm not really attracted to like police and detectives. I don't know. Oh. Um, anyway, <laughs> I was like, hey, and then it wasn't you. And he's like asking for information. He's like, did you hear anything at 11.30? And me and Stevie went out for an hour at 11.30. I was like, fuck, we missed it. <laughs> we missed it's like the, the drama. most exciting thing to happen at my house. So we'll fill you in next week when I know what happened. Can I tell you about my story with true crime? Were you in the true crime? Was it true, true crime? It was true, true crime. And I was like 13 or 14 years old. And my elderly neighbor, like about 10 houses up for me from, from us, um, fuck it. Such an insane story died. Like she got killed in her home. And so me and my neighbors, like we're all the same age. So we're walking up, trying to have a look at things like being inquisitive souls. And then we started walking back and (laughs) I found this exhaust pipe. And I picked it up and I was like, oh Is my that God. the murder weapon? Yeah. It ends up being the murder weapon. I just got full goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this is turning into like true crime podcast. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
So I was just like picking it up. I'm like, imagine if this is what he used. It was what he used. And it was his, it was her own son that killed her. No. I know, Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? That, like, that is what I cannot but deal how with. how did they figure out it was the pipe? Because she got hit with Were you a, still holding it? No, because oh. then I fucking threw it. Because uh. there was, like, blood on it. And I just oh. freaked out. But basically, she got bludgeoned to death. And the last thing that they saw, like the witnesses, was completely forgot we're on a podcast right now. <laughs> talking about this, was that this guy was running down the street and had something and threw it away. So oh yeah, my God. that was back in like I was living in Colorado Plateau. So hey guys, welcome to our true crime podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> I know, I'm going to fill you guys in on what happened next door. I don't know I, yet. I asked the detective, but he couldn't tell me. Well, I can't wait to hear. I've been, like, sad. I was like, literally looking out the back door, out back window for, like, an hour, like, waiting for, like, a body bag or at least, like, lots of drugs coming out. Like, is it a drug bust? Did someone die? I hope no one died. But I think like... someone did because I, I was, like, watching the cops have a conversation and I saw the cop do this. <gasps> like, how do like, I, like, um... like, a hand, like, slicing your throat. And then he started doing like that action, like the CPR, like. Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, someone's head got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shouldn't laugh. Man, no, but that was that just... could mean anything. Who knows? We'll fill you in next yeah. week. <laughs> we could go down into this like rabbit hole. It's probably nothing. Welcome to the lives and minds of Brittany and Asty. You're fucking welcome. Amazing. Right. Well, bitches, thanks for tuning in <laughs> to this random as fuck episode. But hey, we're here for it. And uh, be sure to review us and also find us in the Facebook group. Give us some love. Join the Facebook. I yeah. welcome ladies in every Friday. And it's really juicy already. It's only been open a week. I know. A week. I need to get and in it's there. Yum. I haven't even introduced myself because, well, Hi, you know me, but (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) I have had such a busy week, like seriously. (laughs) Anyway, you'll see me in the Facebook group this week. I promise. Let's go get a Margie. Yeah, let's go get Margie. Bye. Bye, bitches. That's a wrap, bitch tits. If you want to be in on the juicy conversations, then be sure to join our Facebook group. Turned on and on purpose. Until Until next week. week.